guys, welcome back to the podcast. It's your girl Elizabeth, aka that Niger Muse, welcoming you back to the show, Musings of the Heart. Hey, <laughs> well, it's really great being here again, and um, I just wanted to ask how have you guys been um hope you guys are doing well it's summer here well it's getting to the end of summer here in the u.s um hope you guys are enjoying yourselves staying safe um i know a lot has gone on um coronavirus seems to be picking up pace again in the u.s um my word of caution would be to always play safe okay um eat well exercise stay indoors if you can mask up if you're in an area where you know you could be at risk and if you're okay with getting the vaccination after you've done your research and you know the benefits please do get the vaccination um i am in support of choice um i am in support of knowing what you're doing to yourself getting all of that information and running with it i already got vaccinated because i know um even though it's still new the research they've done so far has not necessarily shown anything that is of concern to me okay so um let us try to be responsible and let us be try to be our brother's keeper let us keep each and everyone in prayers um don't do stupid stuff <laughs> and i pray that the lord almighty continues to like protect and watch over each and every one of us um today we're gonna kind of dive in into another myth of um christianity um of our faith um i don't know if i have to call this one of the episodes of the myths or this is just an episode of it on its own because it kind of deals with the word of faith movements but it also just deals with like my story and how like the lord can still work through um situations that may not necessarily seem the best to still give you the best um you know, I've, I've had friends and me, myself, I've had people go through unpleasant situations. You know, you have people who serve God and you can see that they're really submitted to God and they go through unpleasant situations and you're wondering, like, why? You know, sometimes you're like, even the people that you know are not really serving God, you know, are not like some people are even atheists but they seem to just be enjoying and never have issues why is it that the person that now like the person that claims to believe in god in a good god why is it that it's that person that is now going through you know all of the 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 bad things that could ever happen to someone and then we ask like why is it that god does not answer our prayers what does it does he just not hear our prayers or does it just choose not to answer our prayers i mean to be honest we we as human beings we tend to always celebrate the w's but when we have the l's we want to you know want to hide our face we want to find a we want to find a reason want to pin it up onto something um and i think that's just human nature to always want to find out why that why question which is not a bad thing i think we we should always not just believe things for just the sake of believing them you always have to have a good foundation for your beliefs um if things don't make sense keep digging till you have um 
should I say, convictions about whatever it is that you hold as a belief. The same would go for your faith. Even for the Christianity walk, there are some things that I do not understand. Um, but because of my conviction, I've been convicted to believe what I believe. So um, I'm okay even with the things I may not necessarily understand 100%. And those things are like maybe Trinity, like, <laughs> you know, all those things that are not super clear. Um, but that doesn't mean I don't have an answer. Like, I have an answer for those things, okay? And the Holy Spirit is good enough to also, like, show you what the scripture says about these things as well. Anyway, so now going back to the topic on end, um, how should we respond to unanswered prayers or when we feel that, like, things are not going our way? Um, life has not always been rosy for me. I have had tons of struggles in my little time on earth, on my little time on earth. And I know my struggles are in no no way comparable to some of the struggles other people may have had to go through or are still going through. So we cannot wear the same shoe. The shoe does not fit every feet, if, if that makes sense, or every foot, whatever, however that English is being said. You know, we all have our peculiar circumstances. Um... My name um, is Elizabeth and it's also Iyanu. Iyanu means miracle. Um, it's Iyanolua, which means God's miracle. There's a reason why my parents named me that. Um, right from my conception, I guess, to my um, delivery, um, my parents already were sharing part of the testimony of how my name came to be. That um, There were times where I defied odds. Um, and where like some things were expected and things didn't go the way they were supposed to go but yet God still like um God still reigned su- supreme in those situations and I honestly I can relate to that even as an adult now um I I remember my story of coming to the US um how I did not even see that coming and eventually I ended up in the USA um, I came here to study medicine. I had, um, humanly speaking, the plans were already laid. We had a school for scholarship, all that stuff. And then just went, like, south real quick. And it, would, it looked like there would be no money for me to continue my education. Um, you know, almost even, like, just stepped out on Christianity to do things that I've seen worked for people here. Um, until God still, you know, made a way and, um, in little things in nursing school, um, I failed this semester, you know, just so many things that you can point at and be like, point at and be like, why, why would a child of God have to go through all of these? Um, granted we, we could differentiate things, right? Granted, um, I really did start following Jesus as my personal Lord, like 2015, 2016. I was just like a nominal Christian. I was born into a Christian home doing all the Christian deeds prior to that. I didn't necessarily have that understanding. I didn't really have those convictions for myself prior to that. But prior to that, even after, you know, there is that commitment. There is that, okay, God, I will follow you. Your will be done, you know, in my life. Why would I still have to go through 
unpleasant situations even though god has promised that you know whatever we ask for in his name will be done you know and we have all these all these promises that we can claim (laughs) all these things that we can talk about and we also know that god is a good god right he would only do good things to his children that's what his word says right so and when we go through situations they're like whoa this does not look good like why am i having to fill a semester and take it retake that semester why is it that i don't have money to to go to school why is it that like when ever i find a guy that i find attractive or whenever like i find someone that i feel like could be a potential uh, for a romantic relationship they have an issue with my commitments with god there's the things that you know came up during my walk and it was just like shall i just give up and just you know either do it the way other people are doing it or should i just keep holding on to god and know that he who has promised will never fail um first of all i think we all have to understand that even the word prayer <laughs> which means communicating to god is a privilege right it's not a right it's a privilege we have the privilege as children of god to communicate with god it's a precious gift it's given to us by god to come is as a way of communication and it's most of all best of all rather it's 100 percent free <laughs> we don't have to pay our way to god we don't have to kill animals we don't have to sacrifice people we don't have to do any ridiculous things to be able to have access to god it's beautiful okay so and we know that the person we're praying to not a person but we know that god is one who sympathizes with us jesus came on earth and he lived the life that humans have lived so that way he can sympathize with us he can sympathize with our weaknesses because he's lived on earth with us we see that in the book of hebrews chapter 4 verse 15 um, we we know that he did not fall into temptations like we did as human beings, but he knows what those things feel like. You know, he experienced hunger, he experienced thirst, he experienced pain, he he experienced anxiety, he experienced all these things. He, I'm sure he was even put into like sexual situations, but all in all, he did not sin because obviously he's perfect he's god in human form but that doesn't mean he did not experience all those like those temptations were not brought to him if you remember after he fasted the enemy went to tempt him (laughs) it was a temptation it wasn't the it wasn't the you know it was fine he never had those emotions or had those pangs he he felt hungry at the cross he was so thirsty he wanted just a drop of water and and they gave him you know god to drink like he he experienced all this and so he can sympathize with us you know so why would he who has experienced all this things and it says that he will be there for us he will never leave us or depart from us and he will bless the works works of our hands how does it correlate to us praying and then we don't get you know the answers that we want there's so many reasons for it actually i think one of it is the fact that we are sinners whether we want to believe it or not so unconfessed sin could be a reason why we're not having the answers that we desperately want um 
we cannot sin and still want things from God, right? So the Bible says, even in the book of Second Chronicles, chapter 7, verse, I think, 14, that if we humble ourselves and turn from our wicked ways and seek God, then he will heal the land. But there has to be that turning from wickedness, right? We cannot cherish sin and then God will, 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 and we expect answers from God. Psalm 66 verse 18 says that we cannot cherish, if we cherish sin in our heart, God will not listen to us because God hates iniquity. He hates evil. He cannot stand evil, right? So when we come to his presence, we ask for forgiveness of sins. We make sure that we live a life that is in accordance with what he wants us to live our lives to look like. Like wants us to live like Jesus. The way Jesus lived his life, submitting to his father, submitting to God daily. That's how we're supposed to live our lives. So not only do we have that privilege as his child, so we know that if we're not his child, we don't necessarily benefit from that privilege. (laughs) I mean, we all have common grace as human beings. Everybody has common grace. But even the grace as his children, we don't enjoy that if we're not his children. Also, if we're hypocrites, like one who you know could pray long prayers but their life really does not reflect the person they call themselves to be as christians um god cannot be fooled god cannot be mocked so that could be a reason for unanswered prayers and i think one of the biggest reasons um especially for those who are living a life of submission is really because of our growth you know god cares about us god wants us to grow he doesn't want us to just stay babies for the rest of our lives right when a child is born there's the level of care there's a level of pampering pampering that we give to that baby till the baby gets to a certain age and then we start to teach the child some level of independence right so when the baby is born freshly we know that the baby cannot necessarily like the baby needs to be handled with care so we don't break the bones or we don't make the baby deformed right and the baby starts to grow we start to kind of put them down put them on their stomach we you know let them sit there are different stages to this thing the same thing can be applied to our spiritual walk i think as baby christians god really you know bless gives us the opportunity to like you know obviously within his will be given blessings so freely and more like openly i don't know how to put it but like as you grow then god wants you to lean more on him god wants to humble us god wants us to rely deeper and have much more trust in him that sometimes there might be delays sometimes the answer might be different from what we expected but he still wants to see that trust that regardless of the of of the of the outcome that our trust in him is not based on the outcome that we're getting from him like god definitely hears us <laughs> and we have that confidence right we see that even in the book of first john chapter 5 verses 14 to 
14 to I think 15 or 16 that we have that confidence that when we pray he hears us right and we answer our prayers so that confidence should always be there it should be unshaken even when you know we 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 may have to tarry in the place of prayer for some things we have that confidence that we're not praying to a deaf God we're not praying to somebody who does not care about us somebody who doesn't listen to us he hears and he loves us he cares for us and he is answering us even maybe in that delay of that answer he's still you know he's doing something he's a good father and as a good father he will only grant things that will benefit us even in the long run so if we are only seeing the benefit in front of our eyes because we're so short-sighted right we're not god we're human we can only see what is in front of us yeah sure we can anticipate our needs maybe for the first for next week for maybe even next year but at the end of the day we don't know what next year will look like we can only anticipate the only one that knows is god right so as a good father it is his responsibility to give us the things that he knows will benefit us long term that is why people responsible parents right not just any type of parents now because we have different types of parents but responsible parents will set up things for their children that will help them out in the long run that's why they'll teach them to be independent they'll teach them to be hard working they'll teach them to know the value of things right a father a responsible father or mother will not just hand things over to their children all the time right a responsible father will not just carry the baby for the rest of his life he will teach the baby okay this is how you eat you use your two you use your hand this is how you write this is how you read books a father will a father and a mother will invest in their children to make the child turn out to be the best human being they possibly can be even sometimes when it deals with discipline the same can be applied (laughs) to our relationship with god because god is our father right so the same way we don't look at our earthly fathers when they punish us like oh this person hates us we understand that we're being disciplined right but they still love us it's just we're going through discipline that's the same way our heavenly father um, loves us yet could be disciplining us could be teaching us lessons could be making us stronger in him right we cannot afford to build our faith on material things our faith needs to be on nothing less than jesus himself our faith needs to be in jesus himself not what he can give not what he can supply because he will supply okay he would never let us like suffer in vain everything we go through is for a reason but we cannot afford to put our faith on those things that he will give we our faith should always be on him alone so because we like i said we don't know the whole story we don't see the full picture we don't see the big picture that he says he has a whole council that we don't know right and we there's so many examples of god not answering prayers the way people pray to him in the bible it's not new none of this thing is new that's why we cannot afford to also build our theology on god only only giving us positive responses right when we look at mark 
11 24 when we look at matthew 21 22 those makes us happy ask and shall receive seek and shall find knock and the door shall be open unto you like those you know feel good oh if you do this you get this kind of that's not the that's just one part of the bible we have to understand the bible in whole right we understand that god is a god who gives he's a giver of good gifts but the concept of good is from his own perspective not necessarily from our perspective so the things that he may give that is good we may not see it as being good at we may not see those things as good gifts at all <laughs> you know so our response should always be your will oh lord not mine Okay, I want your good gift. I don't want my perspective of a good gift. I want what you deem as a good gift. And we know in the Bible when David um, sought the face of the Lord and prayed and seeked God's face that God spared us, spare my son's life, the son that was born to him and Beth, Beth, Bathsheba. I think that's her name, Bathsheba. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The lady um, that was bathing. <laughs> anyway, so like that son that was born of. Um, adulterous acts right he prayed he wept he fasted for god to save that baby but god did not (laughs) the baby died right and guess what david after the son died went and worshiped the lord right we also have in the book of acts um when paul was traveling right there was a place he wanted to go that i felt like they would benefit from the word of god but god said no this is where i want you to go so you know there's that concept of even sometimes when we do when when we're in ministry we still need to be attentive to god the fact that we're early in ministry does not mean we have we can do it any way we want however way we want god still needs to be a part of that process it is god's work god will be the one leading you know even when paul later had a torn in his flesh um some people say it's you know like a sickness some people say it's pain some people say it's whatever it is but he prayed to god the same god that promised us that he would keep us in perfect health right he prayed to god that god please take this torn away from me and god said no right that and paul accepted it right paul accepted the fact that yeah sure there might just be times when you know what we may not see as a good gift is actually a good gift because it is a way god with teachers more dependent on him it is a way god could even use to encourage us and others to rely more on him you know god is god he sees things we cannot see our response is really what matters in all of these situations you know that's when we can go ahead and worship like david did after the death of his son right that's when we can go and continue to follow god's leading like paul did and not try to drive the plans ourselves even in ministry you know maybe we feel like we should be ministering to um the less privileged but god is like no i want you to minister to minister to students maybe you want to go to nineveh and god is like no i want you to go to jonah and go to another place sorry i'm trying to use the jonah analogy but that failed you know things like that god has his own plan god has his own god sees the big big picture 
that's just the that's that's just it and maybe even that's when we can even rely in god and rely on his strength in our weaknesses that's when we can delight when we're going through hardships when we're being insulted when we go through persecutions and difficulties because we know the one that we serve will not allow us to go through this this without a reason right we know he said in his word that all things work together for our good according to his purposes according to his plan we have that as our confidence as an assurance that whatever it is that we may go through is not for nothing suffering is never for nothing never we remember in the book of the the very famous story that people use when we talk about suffering the story of job when he went through his suffering the bible described him as an up as a as an upright man right he was a righteous man who has no fault you know that when the devil came to jesus when when the devil came to god and was bragging um about how he he was looking for people on earth and then god bragged on god bragged on job and was like have you considered my son job my uh, my servant job like i know he's not serving me because of the things i gave to him is could that be our testimony can god say that about us that come rain come shine i know this person will serve me it's not about the money i've given to him it's not about the fact that he's in perfect health you know it's not the fact that he has all his friends he has all his family it's not the fact that he's not going through any kind of rebuttal right now can that be said about us hmm can it be said that even if this person prays and the person does not get that answer right away they will still trust in me can god say that about us because when the devil eventually was given permission to take these things from job when job lost his money when he lost his cattle when he lost his sons his daughters when he lost everything and then he lost his good health he was covered in boils and soils and it was just it was a shadow of who he was he still did not sin his wife told him to curse god and die because his wife just saw him as a miserable man she saw him and she was like there's no hope for you but guess guess what job said job said shall we accept good from god but not take the trouble you know it's god that gives and takes away blessed to his name it is it is in his mercy that he gives us these things it's not like we're entitled to anything right that that that's that's a message that's actually a topic for another another podcast we have no right we have no privilege to anything on earth truths and facts be told so when we go through all these things and when we pray and we don't seem to get the answer that we want let us keep in mind that we serve a god who knows it all he knows it all and is in charge and is in control and he only gives good gifts so even if right now the situation may not look perspective wise to us it may not look good how about we still keep trusting we still keep praying for what we may deem as good yet still know that we're submitting to god's will 
let us check our hearts let us check our intent let us check the reason why we're asking for what we're asking because sometimes we also ask amiss you know there's a verse in the bible that says we ask but we do not receive because we ask just for our own passions i can't remember where it is in the bible but we also have to check our motives do we want riches just so we can flex do we want wealth so we can, you know, store up treasures and not have to worry about ever being poor again, which takes our dependence off of God, but on the material things which he gives to us? God will never give us anything that he knows will replace himself in our lives. I'm going to repeat that one more time. God will never give us anything that will replace himself in our lives. He wants us to be utterly and 100% reliant on him. So if it is marriage, if it is child, if it is finances, whatever it is that we're praying for, let us make sure we put it in perspective and put it in position, always underneath God. Because if it is a child that we're crying out to God for and our happiness, our livelihood, our being productive or purposeful on earth depends on having a child, then the question is, who is God to us then? We always have to elevate God to the position where he should be, above all else. (laughs) Above all else. And after that, we can willingly submit to him and know that whatever we go through is for a purpose. And let us pray that that purpose be accomplished. If it's for us, if it's to encourage us, if it's for us to grow, if it's to encourage other people who will still go through that or who are going through that so we can be an example of how to go through that in a God-glorifying way. Other than all, I think the conclusion of today's podcast, number one, is to debunk the myth that, you know, everything will always look like sunshines and rainbows. No. Right? God will answer our prayers. God only gives good gifts. But that good gift is a gift that looks good from the eyes of God. Because he sees the big picture. And he takes his whole counsel into account. Not just what we think is good. Let us continue to persevere in the place of prayer. That doesn't mean we don't pray. Because we're given prayer as a gift. It's a privilege. We don't take it lightly or for granted we continue to pray we continue to seek god's face and yet yes we continue to submit because god's will trumps our will always and i pray that the lord comforts each and everyone who is listening i don't know what it is that you're praying about right now what it is that you're seeking god's face about i pray that god answers your prayers i pray that you submit and you ask god for whatever it is that he might be teaching you through this season even if it's disappointment whatever it is if it's a lack if it's like you failed whatever it is just i pray right now that god comforts you that god shows you that he's is he's a good god may continue to show you his goodness even in those things that we may not see as good may we see him as a good god lord we thank you and thank you guys for listening (laughs) this is a bit longer than i anticipated but i just really felt like we need to have a good theology when it comes to god's goodness you know, and God being a giver of good gifts because he's a good father. 
and is a father who cares genuinely and deeply about his children and he wants them to grow to be solid children <laughs> not just not just riffraffs <laughs> or like spoiled children or dependent children but children don't get me wrong we're, we're, we're ever to be dependent on God but like we're not dependent on good things we're dependent on God thank you guys for listening um, I hope you guys stick around for the next episode um, till then it's your girl Elizabeth aka that Niger Muse y'all have a great day have a great one and I love you guys bye bye <laughs>